field be careful rambo captain rambo watch it there will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party they're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Welcome, welcome. Can you hear me, Wolfie? I can hear you. All right. Welcome back after yeah. last episode, Wolfie. So, uh, yes. I'm David. Thank you very much. Taco. I'm Wolfie. Wolfie. Um, uh, there's a lot to talk about, but uh, I want to talk about WandaVision. <laughs> yes, let's. You know, we we discussed episode three last week a little bit, um, and this week, of course, episode four came out. And you called it last week. You said the the perspective, the change in perspective, um, and they definitely took it from the whole other side. You got to see how everything is happening from the real world point of view. It literally reminds me of um, the movie The Big Lebowski. It literally tied the room together. Except it wasn't a rug; it was an episode. Yeah. So yeah, I liked I liked what they did with that. Uh, basically, going back and showing what's going on from the outside of of Wanda's little reality bubble that she's made for herself. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'd say that there there have been a few people who that after episode one were like, "Nah, this show isn't for me." But then they stuck around for episode two, and then episode two kind of. And after the first one, yeah. I was one of those that was kind of like, I'm not sure if I'm going to like this. Um, I kind of did, but I wasn't sure. And then episode two, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to like this. And episode three, at the end of episode three, was the big turn. And it's like, oh, yeah, definitely. And then now they're showing you how this actually fits in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I, I really like that so far. Yeah, it literally tied everything together, but left us right at the same point that we were on episode three it and and it, it's it's tying in from the movies yeah right because when the episode starts the rambo lady is coming back from the second snap right from the that happened snap. during the uh infinity war movie i guess it would be that would be the hulk snap the hulk, that, yeah. that brought everybody back yeah i think that was hulk's so that's her coming back, and she's sitting. She was probably sitting in that chair in the hospital when Thanos did the first snap, and she disappeared from there. Yeah, and she was waiting on her mom to come out of surgery, you know, for for cancer. And it, yes. it's it, so it's tying in, you know, the the 
the movie, which is kind of cool, which we've got a theory for that. We'll, we'll wait on that and bring it around. But uh, I thought that was a rather interesting place to start would be on the outside with starting with her story, you know, bringing more of her to light. Right. Yeah. Well, it was like the very end of the episode was also the very end of episode three. Yeah, timeline-wise, yes. it didn't really advance us any. Yeah. So, since this one was the 70s, the next episode should still be the 80s. And from the rumors and what I've seen as the promos that Disney Plus has released, the next Friday, um, they're releasing two episodes, episode five and six together. Hmm. Um, so, I'm looking forward to that. Well, see, at yes, the end of episode four, they, uh, I don't remember the character's name, the lady that was ejected back into the so-called real world. Oh, Geraldine. Yeah. Geraldine. Uh, it's it all Wanda. It's all Wanda. I don't buy that. I think that is a ruse to make you think what you already thought. Because some of those characters don't, they seem like that they've, just with the way that they act, they've been there from the start, but they don't want Wanda to know certain things. They clearly, nobody wants Vision to know anything. I right. think Vision, she's actually manipulating his dead body. Because you actually witness it once. When she breaks it and there's Vision's body with the stone ripped out of his head. Right. And she goes back in. And he goes, he goes gray and he's not yeah. all red like he's supposed to be. Yeah. I don't think this is all Wanda. I think there's still a third party, maybe a fourth party that is involved with this. Yeah, I'm sure there's grief, but... Yeah, I still think it's gonna questions. it's gonna come down to Agnes and Mephisto, and I think that's. Do still you think gonna be that the part. monkey song could be dropping a uh, clue for us with the uh, what is it? Cheer up, sleepy Jean. The, One could. of the most powerful uh, telepaths in the Marvel universe is yeah. Jean Grey. Yeah, yeah. Well, so could she be have? Could this be leading up to something with her also? Well, I'm st I'm starting to think I'm, that this whole world was created not by wanda but by somebody else because they discovered that wanda was pregnant before this wanda vision universe was created because the people in the town they're constantly throughout the first few episodes it's for the kids it's for the kids which in my mind makes me think that that whole world was created for the kids yeah, I think yeah, her, her, kids. her her kids, yeah, yeah for her, her kids, kids that weren't born until later, which makes me wonder. Of course, I Wanda definitely has some doing with it because it's obvious that we see that she has the ability to control certain aspects. I don't know. I still feel there's something yeah. else involved, like you I were saying, Wolfie, with Jean Grey, right? You know, there's one of something. the one of the classes that I took in college was a. Uh, how to watch film and stuff like that. And the professor that I had, he said to, when you look at every scene that that's being shot and, and everything that's in it, because nothing is there by accident. Right. Everything's there for a reason. Right. If they tell it's you something, they there, want you to know something. Yeah. There's something. Yeah. They're, they've put stuff. Or it's subterfuge. You know, right. It may yeah. be something in the background, but it's there for a reason. And, you know, you've got to kind of figure out what it is as the, as the guy that's watching it. And it was, it, it was one of the, the, uh, the cooler classes that I took when I went to college. I mean, it was, the guy was a lot of fun to talk to and stuff like that. Cause he would like, 
he would he would like pull up old pieces of film and he would show you stuff and then he would go in and he would be like he he would show you stuff that really unless you went back and looked at it the way he did you wouldn't really have noticed it's just kind of stuff that just kind of blew through and he brought up a lot of really cool points and he always he he was telling one of the things that he told me like i said that, that stuck with me was look at everything because yeah. it's it's there for a reason it's there because they want you to see it and it's got something to do with the story that they're trying to tell yeah uh, a good example of that um that's an obvious example once you know about it. But if you don't know about it and you've only watched the movie one time, you wouldn't even catch it. Fight Club. The scenes throughout Fight Club where, uh, I don't remember the character's name, but it will just flash on the screen within oh, yeah, like yeah. a fraction All of a second. All the subliminal messages. Yeah, and you wouldn't even notice it was there unless you already knew it or just happened to be watching it thinking there's a glip, like a, a glitch. Those subliminal messages lead into the story of where it's all in the man's head, and he created this own separate entity, you know, with the Fight Club. That's just an obvious example, but, I mean, like you were saying with all the hidden stuff, you know, I mean, you never know. There could be a jacket laying on the back of a couch that may belong to a specific character that we haven't seen yet, but you're not going to know that unless you pick through it. All right. Like they show... Uh, um when um, Geraldine comes back, because her mother, you know, um, what was her mother's nickname? That's who a lot of people are thinking that that Geraldine is going to get powers. She's going to get her superpowers through this event, getting blasted through the uh, dome. Mm. Who, who is? What is her name? Um, all I can think of. No, all I can think of is Photon. <laughs> um, but that's not it. <laughs> Uh, and I, a person came uh, by. You, are you are you thinking that the Rambo that her mother was the uh, had a superpowers or something at one time? No, no, no. That was her mother's uh, nickname, her flight name. Um, okay. and she and she adopts that name as her character. As her super as character. her as her super okay. character, the name, but I can't remember what it was called. Uh, someone came by the place where I worked and claimed that they thought that Geraldine was going to become Storm. From X-Men. I don't really see that, yeah. but, you know, I thought it was a funny argument he tried to make. It'll eventually come to me if I can find it. But uh, either way, um, but they in that theory, they were kind of thinking that uh, all of these people will be mutated somehow coming out of this uh, dome. But I guess it... Let's jump back to the beginning of the episode, I guess. When uh, well, hold on a second. Let's let's finish off with your thought there. Uh, and you were saying photon, and that's actually true. That's photon. one of the names uh, that she yeah. has been known as. Yeah. Uh, I just looked her wiki up real quick. Yeah. But she's been known as as photon, pulsar, and spectrum. Spectrum, spectrum was the other one because they were pointing out <clears throat> there's like three or four different shots in episode four. Uh. Like, uh, what's her name when she does with the TV? She's got a little spectrum uh, spectrum analysis machine in front of mm -hmm. her. Um, and the spectrum, the way it's written on there, is the same as the character. But there's a couple other spots like that that come out. Um, She's also a one of the people that has had the uh, name Captain Marvel also. Hmm. So she's also she's also been Captain Marvel. Curious, but uh, I guess going back to the the beginning of the episode when uh, Agent Wu 
you know, takes her back when they go to the car, that, that, you know, they're the at the town when they're going to Westview and mm-hmm. those officers are standing there like right, the sheriff. Yeah. That they don't exist. And they're standing literally right next, next to, to the, the sign. Yeah. Now this is what, this is an interesting thing. Did the sheriff not see the sign and, or the town and Wu was seeing it. And if so, why would the sheriff not see it when Wu could? Yeah. And then of course, Monica pulls up and she can see it too. Right. I heard one theory that those were the officers from the town that were expelled out of the town. So now that way there's no law enforcement in the town to control anything. Right. Um, and then they can't see what's happening. Well, if you notice, too, whenever those law enforcement officers get inside of their vehicles, they drive into the town, but the force field almost doesn't pick them up. Right. So it's like... They have maybe they don't even exist. Maybe right. they are part of a separate illusion that controls the town that you see if you're standing out and you now, look at it. Versus now, did they drive into the town or did they make a U-turn and go back the other way? Because I, th- I thought, thought they made a U-E and, and left. They may have, but I I thought they drove into the town, but I don't. I, I but can't I, remember. I think the that. town that you see there is Eastview. Even though the sign says Westview, mm-hmm. I think the actual physical there is Eastview. I think the Westview is the created that doesn't exist. Um, Have you attempted to Google to find out like if there is an actual Westview, New Jersey or Eastview, New Jersey? Uh, no, but I saw something on that that they were using the uh, um, something with the area code and the realtor sign when they in the first episode trying to nail down and something about the overhead views that you can see on some of the trailer shots, how some areas are really wooded and some aren't that they, people have been trying to narrow down where it would be. But like Wu, when he's walking up, you know, when she comes out, you know, he flips his little card. So he's been practicing his magic. Remember that from Ant-Man? Mm-hmm. You know, Cause he kept, you know, Scott kept messing when he did that, but, uh, um, well, that could be leading into another mutant gambit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. With the cards. Cause they were, uh, talking about the, the, the reason they went there was because the, uh, that one, whoever the person is, um, that's in witness relocation is gone. And like you said, they didn't tell us that just to tell us that there's a reasoning behind it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of thought has been that that might be vulture from, um, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Cause that's the Michael Keaton character, isn't it? Yes. That Which I a, think he did a rather good job with. Because didn't he go out or was leaving? Something was happening with witness relocation. Some, I was thinking there was something, I can't remember how that ep- how that movie ended. I need to go back and watch that one. I keep watching more DC stuff than Marvel. It seems like WandaVision's <gasps> the Bite only thing. Bite your tongue. I like it. I can't help it. You know, the Justice League cartoons and whatnot. I didn't even know. I'm All right, confession from Taco. I'd never heard of the Avengers. I knew who Spider-Man was. I knew who Iron Man was. Never heard of the Avengers until the first movie came out. Till the hmm. first live action movie came out, 
I was all I, wow. I was, it was Justice League for me. I knew who Spider Man was. Me and, and I knew uh, who Iron Man was, but I grew up with Justice. Me League. and David went to a. Uh, did we? It was me and you that went to the comic convention that time down in Knoxville. Knoxville I think it was. Yeah. There was an individual down there that had taken a. Uh, I think it was an Avengers number three when or four when Captain America gets reintroduced to the, the Marvel universe and uh, had restored it to where it was just in pristine condition. It was a beautiful comic, but it, you know, it was, it, I, I thought it was great, but yeah, I've, I've, I've purchased comic books for a long time. Uh, one of the cool things about being here, I used to get on my bike and I would ride downtown. And at the time there were still all these little bitty mom and pop type stores. And you could go in and they would have the little metal racks with the comic books on them. Yeah. And then you could go and I would drive, I would ride around on my, on my bike and I would go to all these little stores and I would, I would snatch up all these comic books. Yeah. You know, some of them had probably been hanging in those racks for months or maybe even years. <laughs> yeah. I remember there because, used to be one right there off of state street, right up from, uh, well, I guess Tate's news blocks used of, to yeah. be right off state street. Yeah. Used to go down there. Well, we had a comic book shop right here. In the mall, once upon a time, yeah. uh, it was down uh, across from where Radio Shack was. Belks was here, Radio Shack was here, comic book store was here, and none of that's there now. Yeah, no, none of that's there now. Uh, totally empty buildings. But uh, I used to, I used to go to the comic book store to buy Pokemon cards when I was young. But I, to actually buy my comics, I would go to Magic Mart. But I only bought. I didn't buy like the superhero comics. I bought Aliens. I mm. loved the Alien comics. They were. I just felt like I was reading something crazy, watching an alien rip somebody's heart out. And uh, <laughs> the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog comics and Jurassic Park. I, I never got into the superhero comics. Yeah, let me grab one real quick. I always knew the movies, but then for me, superheroes, outside of the time I went to a uh, an auction and they had a box saying, it's a whole box of comic books, hundreds of comic books, bid. I ended up winning it. Don't know what I paid because my parents, you know, bought it. I was a little dude. Every comic book in that box was the exact same issue of Daredevil. So I got like a... Really? I got a hundred of a single issue of Daredevil. Well, if you got the big box, because I used to have... the, I've got a few of the big boxes. I think they hold 250 comics a piece. And then they've got like one that's half the size. And I think you get like maybe 125 or something like that in it. Yeah, it was so, probably yeah. half the size, but it was n- literally de- all the exact same issue of Daredevil. Depending on, depending on what issue of Daredevil it is, you could have had a fortune there. I don't want to know now. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. You've got that? Yeah. Dude, that is awesome. That is very nice. Which, uh, by the way, that kind of reminds me, there's a new Funko Pop coming out that you're able to pre-order at different places. It's the uh, Action Comics Superman comic Funko. Have oh yeah, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. Those are those are really cool. They're doing the the comic like the backdrop like the albums, with yeah. the figure in a hard plastic case. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, the cream of my collection. Let me get well, some scissors um, and just go. <laughs> Yours that's is a, probably a, still your Justice League, isn't joke. it? I've actually got something older than my Justice League number one. It is a Captain Marvel Jr. from like the 1940s. Mm. And hold on. If I can find it real quick, I'll bring it back and show it to you. See, I never knew who Captain Marvel was either. I I didn't know half of the characters. 
from like the Avengers. Well, and that it was a male, so <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, I'd never heard of Doctor Strange. Well, there's uh, a lot of them. like I mean, Doctor I Strange. Was, I but... I never got into Doctor Strange. My, there there's a lot of characters. I I was more of the basics like uh, Spider Man. Yeah, Hulk, Captain America. Um, well, Captain America, I'd heard of him. Of course, the Hulk, I remember watching the old live-action TV show where the guy would turn painted green and rip his shirt off like Hulk Hogan. Mm. I remember watching those the live-action TV show of that when I was little. I, I never knew there was a difference between DC and Marvel until I got older, you know? All right. But legit, I did not know who the Avengers were until the first movie came out. That. Well, that's what Wolfie, he was, he was always more of a DC guy that... That's like remember. That's why I always remember is he had that that Justice League number one. Yeah, that comic. Because that, I did. That's it. always the top one. That was all I would watch whenever I was little. As far as superhero stuff goes, was I loved the Justice League cartoon, um, Batman animated series, even Iron Man. I don't really think I knew a lot about Iron Man outside that he was in a robot suit. I was reading an article where they were saying that Jimmy Woo should have his own show. I don't know about that. I don't either because, I mean, right now he just feels supportive, not not an actual character. I like him. I mean, I like him as an actor, but yeah. Every time I see him still, um, I always see his character. Do you ever watch the TV show Straight Off the the Boat? No. He plays the dad in that. Well, Um, I know I've seen him in a movie, but I can't remember what movie it was. But his character was very generic acting whatever the character was, but I can't remember what it was. I'll have to look up the actor's name and see if I can find it. But they call him, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Wu. Mm-hmm. And he's an Asian fella. Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Asian fella, Henry Wu. Are they related? That's just a pretty common name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a there's a Justice League. Talk about- oh, oh. Number one is first Justice League. Couldn't find the Captain Marvel Jr., but if I can, I'll uh next time we get together I'll I'll show it to you. But it's from like nineteen forty six, forty eight, somewhere around there. It's the oldest thing I have in my collection. It's a pretty interesting uh it's a pretty interesting book because even at that time they were still talking about buying war bonds and stuff like That's that. That's I'd say, yeah, that was back uh all right, uh, episode four. Uh, um, they, you know, they've gone through and identified um, all of the, uh, yeah, a lot of the yeah. characters. Um, looking at the pictures, now it may mean something, it might not mean something, but Agnes, Agnes doesn't have uh, a real name atta- or an ID attached to hers. But a lot of the others do. And Dottie's didn't have either, which that doesn't mean anything either. But Oh, I'm sure none um, of it means anything. Yeah. But uh, like the Hearts, um, you know, th- said they were Todd and Sharon Davis. Um, if you look up those names, those are people that work on the uh, show. They're like either, you know, set designers or some job on the show. And mm-hmm. Herb was John Collins. He was the same. <clears throat> but one thing that I saw... Well, now Herb, his is... That's Herbert. Yeah. And Herb. Uh, 
the high evolutionary, and I think I may have already pointed this out in the net when we were talking before, the high evolutionary, his name before he became the high evolutionary was Herbert something. And so that could be an illusion or an, an allu- illusion or however it goes. That yeah. could be alluding to him right. in this because he does play a part in Wanda's uh, origin story in that when the person that's pregnant with Wanda and Pietro, they show up, she shows up at, at the high evolutionary's mountain where he lives and he brings her in and gives her a place to stay. She can have her kids. And then of course I think she gets kicked out and Bova this uh, part cow, part woman, part person thing takes over and is nursemaid to the to the kids, Wanda and Pietro. Mm. And if you look at the beginning of the first episode, there is a sign in the background for Bova Milk. Oh, that's cool. I didn't notice that. Here, I just sent you a picture, Wolfie. Uh, Norm. His real name is Alibash Tondon. And on if you lock in a one frame, you can read. There's an interesting note that they wrote. It said, Ali Bosch expresses concern for his father and sister. This information was obtained when Vision awakened him. Is Wanda controlling a whole town? Physical safety of residents is now in question. Mm. When Vision restores him. Alibash becomes Norm again. That's a little friend from uh, work, ain't it? Yeah. This guy? Yeah. But the, the, that's, the notes there is what they had written on his card hanging on the wall when Jimmy Woo was, or Agent Woo was going over it. That's the notes that they mm. wrote. So that's stuff Sword wrote. So somehow something okay. happened that they observed vision awakening him i wonder what that can mean yeah and it says when vision releases him ali Bosch becomes norm again so it's kind of like it was he going back and forth from his real person to this to me kind of indicates in a way that they know vision's not dead somehow some way or they don't know that i think everybody is in like a trance what it feels yeah yeah. and they're all going through the motions and occasionally and like because i think mon or uh geraldine was in that trance because you can see when they see her sitting there when they first spot her when she gets pulled in she just goes instantly from seeing what's going on to becoming a part of of that that, world right because she's just sitting there in the chair at the magic show yeah and they're like she doesn't look like an agent i mean she doesn't Either she's acting or, but I think she was actually in like a little trance. And then when Wanda mentions being a twin, it's kind of like it reminded her kind of like, a, yeah. a you know, bringing out a suppressed memory. And she's like, uh, he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? Well, think about the beekeeper. He was never in a trance, but he wasn't actually a beekeeper either. But we Did don't he die. No, he. I think they say that he he's the guy selling ice cream in that episode. In episode three, in the beginning, you know when the vision. Uh, don't uh, remember when they going buy ice cream cones. Yeah. When they're going through like all the cut the cold open at the beginning. 
I think he was the guy selling the ice cream. I think that's what they said. Okay. Okay. I have to check that out too because I didn't notice that. I wondered what happened to the man. But everything like on him, um, when you look at. That's the one I have. That's nice. But when I mean uh, that's not the that's just a picture I pulled off the internet, but that's yeah. the issue I have. It's like issue sixty three or something like that. But like when the beekeeper's crawling down, you know, so we know now that the uh, dome goes through the depths too. So it's like like a complete enclosure. You can't sneak yes. in. So like when he goes in, it changes hit you know, where it snaps his cord off. Yeah. Where he crawls through mm-hmm. and it turns it into the little bit that did get pulled through, they got sucked back out. Into, into the, jump a, rope. the jump rope, so like toy. Mm-hmm. So it's, everything is kind of childish. Like the drone when she sends it in, when to you know toy. Geraldine, yeah, it turns it into the little toy helicopter. What did you notice when Geraldine went in? She went in at first willingly, but then it just pulled her in. Right, at once. yeah, it sucked her in. The uh, beekeeper guy, that wasn't the case. He just crawled through it, right, and didn't even realize. He didn't it realize it, it looked like yeah. Which makes me wonder if there's less maybe. Less power and concentration to the bottom part where, I mean, they're not thinking about it. Maybe. I mean, maybe I'm thinking too deep into that part, but. Didn't Wu say something about it? Didn't want him in there? When he, when when Geraldine first gets there, he's like, it doesn't want me to go in because I think he had tried to go in. Oh, it it just wouldn't let him. It it wouldn't let him go in. I think he made a statement that, that he wasn't, you know, it wouldn't let him go in. He did. If I'm remembering this right, it was, uh, she, Ask him why he didn't go check out the town for himself to find out what's going on, and he said it doesn't want me to. And that was yeah when something both, along those yeah, lines. That was when she went up and uh, she sent the drone in and it disappeared. And they're like, "Well, it was just there," and then everything went from there. They were showing, go, you know, just looking it up online. <clears throat> they were showing Geraldine's sword medallion that she was wearing around her neck. Yeah. Before she went in was like the official sword logo, but you mm-hmm. know when she got sucked in, and then at the end of episode three, you know you can see it when Wanda calls her out on it. It it's like it warped it into like a a seventies looking satanic symbol. Well, I, I thought it looked more <laughs> like a peace sign sword. Um, I did when I first saw it. I honestly looked uh, at it when she pointed at it. it. Was like, what is that? I was like, she's wearing an upside down cross. Uh, that's legit yeah. what I thought when I first saw it. How is going to handle the rest of them when they when they go in there? I um, want I want to see the next episode because we are we're at a cutoff at this point, right? Like we know everything about why the first three episodes are the way they are, thanks to episode four. Right. But we don't really have any answers. I mean, so, we have answers to episodes one, two, and three, and why. They are what they are, right. but we still don't have any true answers to what it's leading to. Yeah. We know what's went on inside the bubble, and we know what has went on at simultaneously outside, outside the bubble. Yeah. Because episode four did a real good job in bringing us back to speed on what's going on outside of Wanda's reality. Right. But we don't really have any new information as far as exactly you know, yeah, who's responsible for this. And watching the episode five trailer or promo that Disney Plus put out, <clears throat> it, it looks like it's going to be the 80s, and it looks like... Uh, um, it's going to be split, though. Like half yeah, 
Well, because if they're doing episode five and six, if they're releasing them both. One will be from reality and the other one will be from. Uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, they'll. It's possible. They'll they'll either have to split a single episode up to where you're inside of so-called WandaVision and then you're outside of the people observing it. Or one episode will be what's going on in there. One episode will be what's out of there. Right. I'd say now that they introduced it and we know we got the shock value of the kind of the outside world as almost a flashback. Yeah. Um, and then brought up to current now that they've exposed that, I think they can cut back and forth in the same episode and not be too taken out of it. True. Part of that though would be kind of hard because episode one, two and three, are not really episodes. Episodes one, two, or three are literally what the people from episode four are watching on their TV. We are watching the radio broadcast that the right. lady. But they live through it. Yeah. In in that in that time, so the people in there participated. Right. But they, I mean, they could. I think they can jump back and forth. Have you ever watched the TV show This Is Us? This is uh, no, because they do. They'll have one episode that covers like three different time periods, like say maybe in the eighties and then now, and then like 20 years in the future or 10 years in the future. And they'll jump back and forth multiple times in the same episode. Kind of like a, the movie Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Where the beginning of the movie is the end of the movie. Except this is doing decades, not just, you know, days and weeks. So I mean, because I think they got they got it over with that that initial. I mean, it paid off the the shock of jumping outside and seeing what's going on, and re going. But episode five should be if it's the eighties. The promo video looks like it's it's a uh, it's the Halloween one, um, and yeah. it looks like they're either Roseanne or some type of episode like that. But there's a one scene where Geraldine's sitting, or not Geraldine, Agnes is sitting in her car in the witch's outfit. And she looks like she's in a trance. And Vision touches the side of her head. And then she kind of snaps too. And the first time I watched that was before watching episode four and, and then reading this little note about Norm. I was thinking that she was just messing with him. Because he does that, and she look, turns and looks at him like real shocked, like she's confused, and says, "Am I dead?" And and he's like, "No, why would you say that?" And she's like, "Cause you are," and and then starts laughing, and then I started thinking after reading that note about Norm, where it mentions Vision awakening him, awakening Alabash, and then him going back and forth into Norm. If when he touches her, he's actually bringing her into reality, yeah. waking her up out of the the Truman Show trance, and then for a second there, she is the real person, and she realizes, and she sees he's dead, and you know she is curious what's going on, and then immediately boop, goes back into the character. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. I feel like each each of these episodes we we preach the gospel of I don't know. <laughs> I don't you know. know. But you know, I I I think I like it better the slow release 
than if they if they dropped it all and we, you could binge through it oh, like a, in a day, pretty much. Uh, like, um, you know, sometimes that works, sometimes it right. don't. Like, a, I don't think I would appreciate this no. if I did that. Well, like Stranger Things 4, for instance, or Stranger Things 3, rather. That, I'm glad they dumped like they do, which Netflix right. always does that. Because if you sat and watched it the day that it came out, 4th of July, and you just binged watch that whole season right at the end whenever they're at the uh, the fair, and then all of a sudden the mayor's like, Happy 4th of July! You're sitting there like, Yeah, Happy 4th of July! I just sit through all these... That worked because of, well, I mean, Stranger Things, you right. know, and it was on the 4th of July, and at the, the series ended at the 4th of July. Right. Something like that works. Something like this, if they dropped it all at once... It may keep your interest for, well, actually, it may not have kept your interest at all because they dropped the first two episodes, but you had to wait for the third. Right. Imagine if they dropped the whole season all at once. You'd watch episode one and be like, you know what? I don't like this. Why should I finish it? With just episode one and two, you're like, ah, well, it's 40 minutes of my time. I'll watch those. Oh, something's going on here. Let me wait for the next episode. I mean, I, I think it's written for it to be all together, consumed all at one time. And and Disney's obviously doing it sprawled out so yep. that if you're going to sign up for Disney Plus, you're not going to sign up, watch it all one month and dump it. Which, well, they learned that with so, The Mandalorian. <laughs> right. Here's a note on this one. Vision's true form is a colorless husk with a chunk of his forehead missing. Due to what Thanos did, this coincides pretty well with the comics where Vision was captured and disassembled during the West Coast Avenger days. While he survived, he wasn't quite the same. Is that when he changed into the white Vision? He, didn't he do a, sec, a, a, a time period in one of the storylines where he was, like, all white? That's racist. <laughs> thinking, let me look at it. Uh, I don't know. That's a new one on me. But yeah, here here's the theory of the the vulture is in Westview. Hmm. Because yeah, at the end of Spider Man Homecoming is uh is when you find out about him and uh that he was in prison and being threatened and that's well they kind of some people think that that's him in the witness relocation program. And then somehow but like you said, they told it to us for a reason. It's amazing how much lore is in this short TV show that we only have four episodes of. And I swear, I believe people are probably digging deeper into WandaVision than you could throughout any of the Marvel movies. Because the only true, true lore with the early like Marvel movies wasn't in the actual movie itself. It was the after credit scene. That just, you watch the movie, you know the premise of what's going on, and then... You watch the after credits thing. Oh, what does that mean? What does right. that mean? But throughout the movie, I mean, you didn't really get those small hints in the earlier, like Marvel movies. In the later, whenever they realized what they could do, yeah, I still think this is the most lore-packed thing that Marvel's done yet. But I think this is definitely going to come down to that that Wanda is going to be the uh, the villain, the the something that they need to get under control. That or- well, according to according to Geraldine and uh, uh, Monica Rambo, those are both the same person. When she gets expelled and they finally do come over and look down on her, she's like, "It's all Wanda." Oh yeah, 
So she believes that Wanda is doing everything in there. See, I, th- I think that's a subterfuge on the part of the of the creators versus the watcher. Like, yeah, I do believe Wanda has something to do with it, but they're trying to lead you down that path thinking that you know what's going to happen. I still think that there is a third or maybe even a fourth party that also has some type of control of what's going on in this created world that at the time right now we believe is fully Wanda. Yeah, I do believe Wanda has control over it, but I don't think that she's the only one. I think there's there's an unseen entity that we have yet to see yet, or maybe we have in one of the characters in the town, but for them to just come straight out in episode four and be like, it's all Wanda, and then at that point on, you're just like, oh, well, she's the bad guy. Let's see what they do to lead into the movies. There's more to it than that. There's too much going on for there not to be. Well, now we've also got the idea that uh, the people in the town are actual real people. Yeah, right. And the whatever handle they're going on, going by inside the dome, is because that's what Wanda is imposed upon them. Right. So the doctor may not be a real doctor. We don't know, but that's what she's made him to be. Or he may be a real or doctor. He may be a real doctor. He's just, he's just he just maybe gave her a different name. Right. He's just playing you know, a part. He, but we also he's playing a part. But we also just don't like know. With, just like with Herb and the other guy. Now here's the thing. Did Herb figure out kind of what was going on? Was trying to drop that hint to Vision, because when let's say that they're not actually interacting inside of Wanda's TV show reality, maybe they remember more of what and who they actually are, and that's how he's kind of put it together. And then the chick was like, "No, don't, don't, you know." He's kind of put her away, you know. Don't, don't right. tell him this stuff, you know. And so the only time that they're they're there. Not, and they're not there as themselves. They're there as the characters that Wanda wants them to play is when they are interacting with with those people. Like say, like when Wanda and, and Vision are in the house and there's nobody there but them, do the people outside the house, do they still maintain the the identity that they have in the reality and show? Well, they are aware that they're... And it would seem with the way that Herb was trying to talk to Vision that maybe that's the case. Well, see, even excluding... You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That when they're not... Well, I I get what you're saying there. But, like, say, excluding the times when, like, um, the beekeeper, no, and then the glitch back in time, or the glitch with um, Vision where he's like, there's something wrong here, and then it just glitches back. There are times that Wanda... Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, she does the same thing that the characters in the world does, where everything will be normal, and then it's almost like she comes to, like she thinks of something, but then breaks back and goes back into it. I don't think, I feel like there's something influencing her as well. Yes, she may have a lot of control over all this, and I don't know how it would all work, but I, I can't help but think that somebody else has a hand in what's going on that we have yet to see can you see this? Where it says Marvel Studios? Yeah. What is it, Billy? Are you ready? You're in trouble. It's not like your dead husband could die twice. Full. Full of surprises. <laughs> I'm fine. So that was definitely Roseanne background. 
where she was sitting. Yeah. We now have first-person intel from inside the Westview anomaly. Now the Avengers, are you here to help us? Why would you think that? <laughs> I think a few unsavory characters settling in the neighborhood. Are you here to help us? <laughs> I think something's wrong here. There's no need to get dramatic. Did you really not see what I saw? I have everything under control. If you're not watching WandaVision, you're missing out. Marvel is finally back. Ooh, I like that vision. Or was there a scene there where they were in the living room and it looked like Vision and Wanda were squaring up? Yeah. Like, she's floating in there with the flames or whatever in her hand. And he's, like, leaned up, kind of stepped over on the steps. Right close to the right end there. there. Right there. Yeah. They're squaring up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. More to come. Ah, domestic violence. Looks like they are. Domestic- and this kind of, the, the way, yeah. Well, and the way Vision goes up and touches her in the car. And then she comes to herself and like, whoa. And then she's like, oh, the Avengers, are you here to help us? Right. And he's like, why would you say that? So this kind of makes me wonder if they're not actually in the show. They're, I guess, what, in some kind of like suspended state. And they or do they do they remember who they really are when they're not actually in the show? And then it kind of bleeds over like Herb when he was trying to tell Vision about, you know, about and. The other Agatha, she's like, no, don't, no, don't do that. Right. Well, you know, um, so it's kind of a weird situation. Well, like I said, like it's like the norm note that they had, that Sword had hanging on the wall on the bulletin board on the whiteboard. Mm-hmm. About but they've got notes for like all those people yeah. that have been in the show so far. They've looked them all up. Right, but I mean, they have the notes of a vision awakening um, Norm. Norm, and then him releasing him and him going back to being norm again well see so i don't know if vision has any control or power over it i don't think any of these people are actually doing anything either in this world like when you see uh sam cutting grass or going down the road there that's not actually happening and the reason i believe that is uh whenever wanda throws geraldine out of the world she literally busts through walls breaks walls and then flies out and finally hits the ground any normal person would be dead at that point. I think whatever is inside of this bubble, when they get pulled in, they instantly get put into like a, a trance state where it's all projected. It's it's kind of like Wanda's pulling their consciousness out and projecting and creating this world while the actual physical bodies of these people are essentially in a state where maybe they're like in a bubble and that bubble is pulling their energy to create this world in her mind, because they can't actually be physically... I mean, she's not going to throw her through those walls and then right. fix them. I mean, you'd be dead, you know? I mean, there's... I don't know. But yeah, one of the big theories is, yeah, this is definitely leading towards the House of M. Well, so far, it's got all the... Uh, it's got pretty much all the the plot elements of House of M. Yeah. They may not be doing it verbatim through no, the comic, no. but I mean, Wanda, Wanda snaps... 
Uh, I think she says like no more superheroes or something like that. No more and, mutants. Or no more mutants. Or, so that, that's why right. they're saying so that they're this, this is going to be the reverse away. of that. That some people think that yeah, instead of her could be. getting rid of all the mutants, she brings them into existence. She brings right. There's but, and, which is a very good possibility because mutants. and this is outside of the show. If you look at Disney Plus, right, they've actually got the rights to show the X Men movies, right. But I've heard a, so a big story with this so, that what's his name? The guy that uh, writes this one, the showrunner for this. What is it? Feggy? Is that how you say his name? Is it John Feggy or something like that? I can't remember. Um, that they say this was all planned out before the X Men Disney deal happened. So they, mm-hmm. a lot of people think this isn't going to have anything to do with mutants or the X Men. Because this was kind of put into motion before that, and they wouldn't think that he would, just because that happened, like, okay, we're going to restructure everything now just so we can get mutants in. Um, But I think they definitely need to get Deadpool in. I could see Hmm. that happening, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know how they would would, uh, get him into that particular scenario. Well, he fits all right. <laughs> he fits in with the X-Men perfect. And that, it, just as much as the X-Men will fit into... I mean, now that, else. now that Captain, you know, Iron Man are gone, it's everything else is kind of, you know, shattered now, so... I wish contracts would be signed to merge Marvel and DC. <laughs> like... That'll never happen. That'll be like Disney or uh, Microsoft and uh, Sony. Yeah. Doing a console together. But wouldn't it be nice, though, to see the Avengers and the Justice League coming together? Superman, Batman, and Iron Man and everybody. Now, Batman was always one of my Hmm. favorite characters, but uh, it's it's been a while since they've done a good Batman. Maybe this next one will be good. Yeah, I don't know. I have yes, Batman versus Superman. Uh, Dave, the you are correct. They they did do a. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. A white vision. I was thinking that I saw something, or I had remembered something. It was, it was in, like it was a, in, the West Coast it was Avengers. In West Coast Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, talk. I didn't mean to talk over you. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. But yeah, the uh, Batman versus Superman extended cut. Is actually a good movie. You can understand it. You go and watch Batman vs. Superman theoretical release, it's crap. If they get rid of the Martha line, that'll make it a better movie. If they still have that line in there, the movie is garbage. Well, it, it, now it makes more sense with the extended cut because they explain all that earlier in the movie. Like little by little. Yeah, but you still wouldn't stop my, in the middle of that battle. <gasps> oh, your mother's name is Martha with, too? with with the Batman Superman Dawn of Justice thing was that they were I in my opinion were trying to pull too many really good stories together yeah. into one movie. That's why I say because, the extended cut is the good one. Well they had to make up what MCU did for ten years. Yeah. Laying all this groundwork for the Avengers yeah, but, that they but tried to cram into why? the first half of a movie. I mean, let's look at it in the Have so, you seen the extended cut though? With no, I haven't seen it. the the Batman that they are using is an older Batman. He's got gray in his temple, so that brings us to Batman: The Dark Knight Returns. Right. That in itself could stand alone as a very awesome movie. Yeah, right. 
just take that straight out of the comic book, turn that into a movie, boom. But we got just little hints of that with the fact that the Batman that we have in this movie is an older Batman. He's gray-headed, plus the battle suit that he wears when he goes in to fight Superman is straight out of that comic. You know, and the fact that the the kryptonite cloud, all that stuff was was plot points from that. And then you've got the uh, death of Superman storyline, in which you know Superman gets killed and they bring him back to life. Yeah. And so there's just, I think they just tried to force and oh, cram too much stuff into uh, that movie. Well, they definitely did. Well, but you have and to. They could have just. Yeah, Dix, Dix, and it, I think that that made it worse than what it should have been. It, it really, could be better. It really did. The extended cut I quite enjoyed, but I mean, it's unless you've really got the time to kill, you literally got to sit down for three hours and like 40 minutes or so and literally pay attention to everything. But it does explain a lot compared to the theoretical release, which is literally just this and that and this and that. If they had just released the, the extended cut and not called it Batman versus Superman, called it Dawn of Justice, it would have made a lot more sense. Just a movie called Dawn of Justice three hours and 40 some minutes long but apparently the reason they didn't release that version was it would have been rated r versus the two hour version i don't know i just want to see him take the the joaquin phoenix joker that world that movie world and go with it and bring batman into that world bring everything into that world all the villain more of a gotham style villain that is less supernatural and less you know superhero-y and more just a dark gritty movie more with cool characters crazy right as yeah as the, yeah as long as they crazy don't, as crap as long as they don't bring the joker from uh suicide squad back jared leto, uh, jared leto. oh god uh so that's that i hated that joker and he wasn't even on camera that much i was like this joker sucks we watched his new movie the other night the one with him and denzel washington and it, it was actually pretty good. Um, what was the name? Oh, of that? nothing against like Jared Leto. I, I enjoy Thirty Seconds to Mars, you know, and all that. But that Joker, no. The Little Things—that's the name of it. Have you have you watched that movie, uh, uh, Run Hide Fight yet? No, I have not. I've heard of it. I've seen really a lot good. of stuff, good stuff about it. Yeah, I like it. it is really it a good, good movie? Yeah, it's real good. A movie. It's I, on YouTube. Full. I mean, it's uh, the full thing's on YouTube. A movie that I actually brought up to both of you guys. Uh, one of the last times that we recorded, The Sunset Limited, that has Tommy Lee Jones and Samuel Jackson, only yeah. two actors in the movie. That is on HBO Max. Oh, that's cool. It's a HBO exclusive movie, and I just got to thinking. I was like, well, let's see if it's there. It is, right. and I watched it the other night, and it's just as beautiful of a movie as it was then. Great conversation. Literally, that's all it is, is two people having a conversation. Right. Great movie, though. Yeah, I'd have to watch that. It's on HBO Max, The Sunset Limited. So I've also seen something that they're going to maybe introduce the white vision in the Wanda vision. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, I was just skimming through some things, and it said that they, they might be doing that. Well, they're making him very colorful. I don't know. I mean, if they're taking him that direction, and if the if the children, I mean, first of all, the, the fact that they even did the children, that she had children, that has to be for Mephisto, because doesn't he take the children? I was thinking he killed the children. I, I do not know. He may. 
But the children came about because of her psychological break in House of M. Right. But he's, so I think, through him and own, Agnes is what convinces. That's what I was thinking between him and Agnes is why she has the children. Or they they convince her through her powers to create the children. I was I was just thinking there was something with uh, the children with puppets. I don't know why this conversation made me want to watch the movie Lawnmower Man. Yeah, I don't is that the one where the guy gets like super smart and then loses it all? Uh, gets like super smart and they put him in the computer, I think, and he like takes over and creates his own world or something crazy. Lawnmower Man. It's been a long, mm-hmm. long time since I watched it, but. It was a good movie, from what I remember. Yeah, I think you're right. He gets, like, super smart and can, like, control internet or something. I can't remember. Everybody keeps talking about uh, Fantastic Four getting tied into this, too. So that they can yeah. use, uh, what's his name? They did. Uh, there, there was a Jim Fantastic from the Four office. movie on, on the Disney. Because uh, <laughs> he's going to play Mr. Fantastic. Channel. You know, I honestly but the, never liked Fantastic Four. The thing that they used was just, I think it was a CGI thing. And instead of making it look like the comics, they made it look like some kind of crazy rock monster that like Thor was battling in Ragnarok or something. Hmm. Yeah. The thing, totally awful. Talking about Agatha Harkness again. So through the action, this is from the, through the actions of her son, Nicholas Scratch. Scratch was the rabbit's name, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, she was revealed as being a member of the previously unknown New Salem, Colorado colony of witches, whom she had been the leader. Scratch had been taking control of the town. Ooh, Scratch had taken control of the town and had persuaded its inhabitants that Agatha had betrayed the community's secrets by working with the Fantastic Four. She was abducted and taken back to the community with Franklin so that she might be put on trial. The Fantastic Four followed and came into conflict with the Salem Seven. Um, Agatha's grandchildren that were fathered by Scratch, Fantastic Four defeated them and freed Agatha. Um, seven returns. Okay, what happens in this storyline is that uh, with the kids, Wanda uses a part of Mephisto's essence or a part of his soul to give Tommy and Billy both souls. And then he reabsorbs the. His power essence from them, yeah, back into himself, mm. and then they cease to exist. But was there something about puppets? <laughs> I was thinking I remembered some picture of him with each of the child, each child one like with his arms up inside him, like puppets. It's a cover of Avengers West Coast 52. So, WandaVision, yeah, good stuff. Yay, WandaVision. <laughs> I am looking forward to uh, tomorrow night. I guess it is tomorrow night. Right? Tomorrow's Thursday. <coughs> Friday. Friday morning for me. Yeah. I have to watch it before I go out of um, town. You can follow our, join our Facebook group, Socially Sensitive Podcast. Go to Socially Sense, or SensitiveTees.com to buy t-shirts. Uh, not this one. You have to go to uh, slightly offensive to get that one. Uh, what's Wolfie wearing? Um, I'm just wearing a plain blue shirt. Walmart blue. There you go. Um, I'll happily advertise Rammstein, yep. German heavy metals. 
I think it's that uh, wicking material. Oh, I can't wear those. I'm too fat for that. Uh, well, this one's made loose. Oh. <laughs> so I don't have that problem. But yeah, follow us. Um, uh, follow us wherever you get your podcasts. At, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, all the uh, normal places you go. And uh, be ask, sure and give us a, a follow. Yeah, and ask us questions. Yeah, go to look us up on uh, YouTube at Socially Sensitive Podcast and subscribe. Ask questions. We'll attempt to answer them. Yeah. I left one today on Facebook, but I did it like late in the evening and didn't really get too many responses for uh, more crazy theories on WandaVision where they thought episode five was going. I think you're right about uh, maybe the Roseanne thing from the commercial we got to see of the next episode. Yeah. Because wasn't flannel a big portion of. Yeah. I think that's the, they were. Yeah. And there she is sitting in a flannel shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, I know that's kind of thin, but she had the eighties big hair in that one shot too. So yeah. But, uh, check us out and just tell your friends, but, uh, either way. See you next week. Bye. Bye. See you. I love you. See you, Will. See you, guys. You'll be good. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from us, you can go to sociallysensitive.com and follow us on Instagram at sociallysensitive and on Twitter at sociallysense. Thanks again, and see you next time. Somebody pray for me. The homies in the sky gonna have to wait for me. I can smell your lies. Watch what you say to me. Cause I done seen a lot of shit that I can never talk about.